0: Welcome to Making America Strong Again, the only program dedicated to inspire you and to inspire a nation, with stories of American exceptionalism and national restoration. Join fellow patriots as we rediscover our past, reignite our future, and celebrate America Now.
1: Welcome to Making America Strong Again. This is your host, Steve Olds. It's my privilege to be with you today from our studios in South Florida. And just like to thank our growing subscriber list on iTunes and appreciate all the folks who are listening to Making America Strong Again, searching for it on iTunes, subscribing, sharing, and all those good things. So thanks for doing that. If you're looking for the show, you can also find it at patriotpodcast.com. Over the last several weeks, we've talked about a number of ideas that really will help individual people and families in local communities develop perspectives that serve them over the long haul. One of the things we talked about last week was the attitude of gratitude. It's a phrase that countless people have used to describe a way of living. We have a choice every day, whether we're grateful for the things that we have. And we have a choice, we can complain or we can be grateful. It's very challenging at times to be grateful for the challenges that we have in our life. But we also know that that's where the growth comes from. When we're faced with challenges, when we're faced with nearly impossible circumstances. In our hometown yesterday, there was a gentleman that was speaking at the local bookstore, and he talked about some impossible challenges. As a matter of fact, he's the second person that ever walked on the moon. Buzz Aldrin was here and was talking about what it was like and what what it means to overcome the kind of challenges that most people can't even fathom. But whether you're getting ready to walk on the moon or getting ready to go to college or getting ready to start a new job or getting ready to walk into a job that you've had for 10 years or trying to figure out how to make your marriage stronger or the list goes on, you can decide in advance whether you're grateful for the circumstances in which you find yourself. And the difference between expressing gratitude for the opportunity to be where you are largely determines where you end up. You might have been around people that are always griping and complaining about things, talking about what's wrong with everything. And especially in this, in this season of political joy and happiness, there are a lot of opportunities to hear people whining and complaining and moaning about things that are wrong. And you know the sad part is when you look at the actual statistics from a marketer's perspective, what gets more attention in the marketing world is negative information. You may have heard the saying with respect to news service or what, what's on television or what's on the 6 o'clock news, if it bleeds, it leads. People prefer to watch disasters than, than love stories. That's a whole nother discussion. But when we boil it all down in our local daily life, what does it mean to us? Well, we talked last week about a specific way that we can look for opportunities, not only in our personal life, but in the lives of other people to be grateful or to be thankful for what they do. We ended last week's show on the idea that when you consider everything that goes into running a company, running a small business that provides a service, maybe it's the your favorite lunch place, or maybe it's the place where you get your hair done. Some people still need hairdos. Some of us don't. So that's a whole nother subject matter. But there are plenty of places that we go where we really enjoy the opportunity to interact with a server or the person that is providing the product or service. One of the folks that uh, actually came to our home recently is a, uh, I call him the bug man. He, he comes and takes care of Uh, the preventative maintenance to make sure that we don't have uh, ants and creepy crawlies all over the place. And he does a great job, and he's always friendly, and he always tells a few stories, and and we yuck it up a little bit for a few minutes. But that level of service is very attractive, and I appreciate what he does. I appreciate how Scott does that. And so every opportunity we have when we recognize the work that somebody else does or the role somebody else plays in our life, It's really good to find a way to express appreciation. And if you wonder what it feels like, just think of the last time somebody thanked you for something that you did, work that you do on a daily basis, even the things that really are just mundane. And if you ask yourself, when's the last time somebody actually said they appreciate what I do? And if you come up with a blank saying, you know, I I can't say that I do remember. I'm I'm just doing this or that or the other thing. Who whoever really expressed that appreciation? Well, it would easy it would be easy to take the next step and say nobody cares. And I would submit there are plenty of people that care, and all you have to do is find out what happens when you stop doing what you're doing. Um, but one of the things that you can begin to do is to look for ways where you step up and you express appreciation, not in a goofy way, but in a meaningful way in places where it matters. The point is you start looking for it. And there are very interesting proverbs that talk about what it's like to plant seeds. And this is the kind of seed, that, this kind of seed that begins with a grateful heart, one that looks for the good in other people, good in circumstances, even when they're stressful. So if you begin that idea, then we can begin to take some extrapolations. We can look at how else can we apply that? One of the things that is really important, especially if you're a business owner or you're running a department in a company or you're running a division of a nonprofit, is to do something that's called, you've heard it before, customer appreciation. Well, what do you think of when I say customer appreciation? You typically, you might think about the big promo at the local store and it's really just a marketing pitch to get you in there and and buy something else. Well... Undoubtedly, people like to be thanked, which is why customer appreciation has a nice ring to it. But depending on how that customer appreciation event or that customer appreciation campaign is implemented, some very interesting things can happen. Because imagine now we've already established the fact that many people don't get thanked or aren't feeling appreciated for a lot of the things that we do. So when somebody makes a conscious decision to take a dollar out of their pocket and voluntarily hand it to you for the product or service or value that you've rendered. The appreciation that you show for that is really important. I imagine most of us have been to a scenario where we've been to a, a restaurant and it was clear that the waiter or waitress could care less about service. They were simply there marking time, expecting a strong tip. They forgot what tip means. The acronym TIP to ensure prompt service. Tips. That's what a tip is. So if I'm going to get prompt service, if I'm going to deliver prompt service, then it would be great to be recognized with that little bit of little bit of cash. In the case of the business owner, when somebody says yes, I will buy your product or service, it would be easy to say, Well, they should appreciate the fact that I'm giving them product and service. Yeah, that's true. However, if you want to keep that customer and if you want to raise the stake in the relationship, you have an opportunity to express the gratitude that you have for that customer. It doesn't mean fawning all over them. It doesn't mean obvious things that clearly you don't mean. But it means looking for ways to express appreciation for the trust that individual has given you. And that trust has been expressed In the value of the dollar or dollars that they hand you for the product or service, it's also expressed in other ways, for example, referrals. If I appreciate my customer, and my customer feels great about doing business with us, and when they do business with us, they also experience a great result. The product or service did what we promised it would do. Just delivering what was expected is kind of a novelty in some cases, But if you deliver what's expected and they feel appreciated, how much more likely are they to send you new business? One of the other important elements of customer appreciation is understanding who your customer really is. And you may have had different experiences and different trainings, but one of the things that that we've learned throughout the years is there's this idea of both an internal and an external customer. For example... It's easy to understand in the business community that the customer is the individual or the company that buys the product or service that you have. We could call that an external customer. It's external to the company itself, as opposed to an internal customer. That internal customer may be the employee that you manage. Well, they're not really a customer. I mean, they're not coming here buying stuff. Well, actually, they are. What they're buying is the mission and the vision of the company that they're trading their time for the compensation that's been offered. And what happens in circumstances where companies go through a rough patch and maybe the cash flow starts to get tight? Maybe the bonuses aren't as generous as they used to be. Maybe the company is dealing with a challenge with outside forces, regulatory changes, or market shifts, or perhaps they're in a seasonal business and they just got swamped like they did in Houston with 20 inches of rain. Man, that's a challenge. So, at that moment in time, when everything's hunky dory and everybody's getting along and the checks are flowing and I get paid, I do my work, I go home, life is good. Well, what happens? What happens when suddenly there's a bit of a challenge? Well, you begin to discover what the strength of the relationships are with your internal customers. Because if the only reason that internal customer, that manager, or that employee, or that vendor is with you is simply because of the exchange of money. As soon as anything impacts that, they're gone. Which means that it is smart, both from a business standpoint and from a personal standpoint, to look for ways to recognize and thank your internal customers. And a lot of people make the mistake of thinking, well, the only way to really thank an internal customer is with more cash. Well, that's not necessarily true. Certainly, cash is, is quite helpful. Cash can be a motivator, and it's often used for incentive programs. But in many cases, there are bigger incentives than simply money. One of them is recognition. One of them is talking with people about the things that mean a lot to them. If you look at, for example, the military, look at a, a senior military person. You know, we see a lot of Navy SEALs right now. They've done a mat- just incredible work. Normally, you see them in their war outfit, their uniform, their long beards. They're in the mix. Well, when they come to the stage and do a public presentation, they're in their uniform, and they're double sharp, and they look great, and you look at their chest, and there are ribbons after ribbons after Trident after all sorts of, like, holy smokes. Each one of those is recognition for a job well done. So I want you to think about, before we move into the break, think about ways that you could recognize and simply thank people that you work with in unique ways that mean something to them. Not what it means to you, but what it means to them. And ask yourself, when's the last time you inquired about what would make a difference
0: in recognition for you? We'll be right back. Making America Strong Again is brought to you by Patriot Mission. To learn more about National Restoration, get free resources at www.makingamericastrongagain.com.
1: This is Steve Schwartz with PDGO.com. We've been in business for over 15 years and have created over 1,000 websites for clients across the USA and across the world. We help our clients have a custom, affordable website and we teach them personally how they can very easily update the information on their websites themselves anytime they want to without being a techie. Take a look at pdgo.com and see samples of our work and testimonials that clients have said about our service. pdgo.com. Again, pdgo.com. At Surf Pro Vero Beach, no job is too big and no question is too small. So when fire, water, or mold damage strikes your home or business, call on Surf Pro of Vero Beach at 772-770-0501. That's where you'll find a team of specialists that's faster to any size disaster. So when the things that matter most are on the line, make sure Surf Pro of Vero Beach is too by calling 772-770-0501. That's Surf Pro of Vero Beach, helping make fire, water, and mold damage like it never, ever happened franchises are independently owned and operated
0: hi this is kelly fisher
1: a supporter of the making america strong again mission and your local real estate professional here on the treasure coast it has been my honor to serve our community here in vero beach since 2003 and with over fifteen hundred home sales over the past twenty one years it's my hope that you will consider the kelly fisher team at treasure coast sotheby's international realty for all your real estate needs it's also our desire that every family has a home and every home has a family and we have partnered with the homeless family center of vero beach to work toward that goal when you buy or sell a home with the kelly fisher team we will make a substantial contribution toward alleviating homelessness in our hometown to be a part of this great mission please call us at seven seven two three two one six nine zero five
0: Welcome back to Making America Strong Again, the program dedicated to inspire you and to inspire a nation with stories of American exceptionalism and national restoration. Once again, here's your host, Steve Olds.
1: Well, thanks again for being with us today, and we're continuing our theme of gratefulness and ways of expressing appreciation for those that do great work in the business environment and our personal environment and ways that we can make that very effective in a way that creates improved and growing personal relationships and business relationships as well. We talked the idea we talked about the idea that when you look at a consumer, when you look at somebody you want to thank and take care of externally, there's also a corollary to that, which is an internal customer, somebody that perhaps works in your organization. It could also be vendors, people that you do business with. It could be lenders. It could be investors. It could be folks that are on your board of advisors, your board of directors. So it's important that you go out of your way to express appreciation in appropriate ways to the people that make a difference in your life and in your business. And one of the places that we often can get tripped up is if we are expressing appreciation for good service or expressing appreciation for a job well done, and we express the appreciation in the terms that we think could be very meaningful. In other words, I'm thinking skybox suites at the Redskins-Cowboys game in D.C. would be a fantastic way to thank um, one, one of the great folks on the team. Um, now, if they happen to be a uh, not a football fan that may not be such a great idea what what really excites me is i get to go to dc because i'm going to go with you of course and (laughs) continue to express my appreciation by being in the skybox with you watching the redskins destroy dallas but that's a personal preference so if you're if you're not a football fan or perhaps you don't want to go to washington or whatever the point is i'm giving you (laughs) appreciation and i'm giving you something that i want well that's kind of cheesy one of the things that I learned back in the early 90s when the uh, total quality management movement was really just getting underway in the U.S., I met a college professor by the name of Kevin Morrison. One of the things Kevin talked about was the idea of developing a favorite list, something very low-tech, <laughs> a piece of paper that say, hey, what's your what's your favorite magazine? What's your favorite movie? What's your favorite resort destination? What's your favorite thing to do in your, in your hobby time? Just minor details that to a a new employee or to a new person on your team you may have never thought about nobody's ever asked them they don't think much about it they just fill it out but guess what when you're looking to find a way to recognize somebody for doing great work if you know something about them if you know that they have a uh, an interest in gardening for example one of the things that i absolutely have no interest in but i but i love the beautiful look of a garden i would rather go to mckee jungle gardens and walk around and look at it it's really cool My buddy Bart loves to actually work in the garden. He finds it therapeutic. I don't mind moving dirt around, but that's not one of the things I would do just for fun. So one of the things that you can do, for example, if you looked at a favorite sheet and somebody liked gardening, maybe what you do is a quick thank you is a subscription to a gardening magazine, or maybe there's a special show in town and you get them a couple of tickets to go. It would mean more to them than it would ever mean to you. And the true impact of the appreciation is felt because you took the time to ask and be concerned about what means most to them. So that can apply across the board. That can also apply at home. It can apply to your family relationships. It can apply all over the place. So think about that in the customer appreciation world, both internal and external customers. What are some of the other things that you can do that will build up the appreciation you have for both internal and external customers. Well, one of the things is special events. And customer appreciation events can be very meaningful, especially to people who are new to the appreciation experience. In other words, folks, maybe they're younger or they're new to the work environment or they've worked or lived in a place where nobody appreciated them. And what you'll begin to discover, actually, is that there are more people in our world that have very few people that have ever told them eyeball to eyeball how much they're appreciated, how much they mean to the team or to the people around them. You'd be shocked, especially if you grew up in a home where you were regularly appreciated. Your family, your parents encouraged you. Sometimes they encouraged you with a belt. Sometimes they encouraged you with an opportunity to turn your all your phones and televisions off so you could contemplate some of the things you may have gotten confused upon. Maybe you didn't really appreciate it at that moment, but as you got older, you began began to really appreciate the fact they loved you enough to do that. Now, there are some people, many people in fact, in this world that have grown up in very, I'll just call them harsh environments, where there was not a lot of love. There was virtually no appreciation. And so the idea that somebody would actually care enough about them to do something that wasn't part of a compensation package, it wasn't part of a contract somewhere, but they just did it because. Because they recognized and saw the value that somebody else brought. And then that appreciation is one thing, but imagine now that appreciation being delivered in a public environment. To simply just say thank you. Have you ever been to an event it could be a church program. It could be a, the play for your, your kid's dance troupe. could be whatever, where somebody was recognized in the audience for service, somebody that has done a good job for the group, and they got up to be recognized, and they're in tears. I've seen it happen. A grown man in his late 60s, in tears on the stage, Because it was the first time in his life where somebody cared enough to bring him up and recognize him in front of other people and to say thank you. That experience to that man at that moment in his life meant more than anything else that you could have possibly done for them. So when you think about the kind of events that you can have, we also find in this day and age a lot of people are a little low on fun. Their fun meters are a little low. The economy's tight. There's not a lot of dollars to go around to be doing a lot of frivolous things. So the opportunity to combine activities that thank perhaps your employees and your customers, bring them together in a fun, unique environment. What if you could bring them together and tell stories and give them a chance to get to know each other a little bit, have some fun, but also begin to do that in a way that not only has a good time, but it also propels the overall message that your organization is all about. How can you do that? How, how do you pull those pieces together? Well, part of what you do is you look for opportunities. It may be, for example, that you find out there's a special event going on in town. Maybe there's a guest speaker coming to town that you can buddy up with. Maybe you can have a reception for an event, and you don't have to spend a lot of money in the process. So the whole idea is that if you're paying attention If you, especially as the leader of an organization or the director of a particular business unit or nonprofit group, if you are actively paying attention and are grateful for the people around you, that necessitates the opportunity for you to look for ways to say thank you, for you to find ways to express appreciation to those internal and external customers. Look for some cool ways, creative ways, because people don't need another rubber chicken. They don't need another standard hotel operation. They don't need just a standard ballroom pitch. What they need is stuff that's fun and unique and different. So look for ways to get people together and have some fun, recognize them, give them a chance to network with other people because everybody wants to get networked. Everybody wants to know other folks that can give them information, and access, and help, help each other out. That's what this is all about. It's building the relationship, it's showing appreciation, and it's being at its operating core, it's being grateful for the opportunity you have to be on this planet living the life you have. We'll see you next week.
0: Making America Strong Again is brought to you by Patriot Mission. To learn more about National Restoration... Get free resources at www.makingamericastrongagain.com.